Hello and welcome back to the RC Fitcast. It is season two, episode one. We're going to be talking about squatting, but here with me, we have Andy, who you know frequents, uh, you know, sometimes the morning, sometimes the afternoon, mainly the 4.30 p.m. class. And Jesse over here, uh, you know, owner, operator with Kevin, coach that you see frequently in the gym now. And here we are. Uh, RC Fitcast, we're back. The structure is going to change a little bit. We're not doing as many interviews. We're going to talk about functional movements that are benefiting your life and also keeping a little bit of fun because, well, with a hairstyle like this, <laughs> you cannot have a little bit of fun. So, uh, Jesse, in the last week, what have, uh, what have you been celebrating? What's, what's, what have you been excited about really in the, in the gym, maybe in your personal life? And then we can talk about the gym here and we you see what's going on. Um, super fun. I've loved the back squat cycle we've been doing for three weeks and bringing in lots of new accessory work has been a lot of fun. Um, kind of changing it up a little bit. It's been a good time. Very good. Andy, what about you? I know that, uh, there's been some things going on and possibly <laughs> yours and my personal lives that not personal lives, but gym personal lives, but Hey, what have, what have you been up to this last week? This last week. So this last week, we started a Murph challenge. Mm. I talked you into it. We actually finished <laughs> day seven this morning. It's been We've done it seven days in a row so far. We're going for 30 days in a row of true. doing Murph, minus the vest. Yes, no vest. But we are doing it legit. We're doing the run. We're doing the push-ups, the pull-ups, the air squats in between, and finishing yes. with the run, partitioning how we want in between, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And actually, a funny story, the day we started... You were I was in, in Oregon. I was in Oregon and right. yeah. And I came in. I was going to do it with Sean. He was going to join me. And Mike walks in the door. And we <laughs> were going to start in 10 minutes. And I was like, Mike, you want to join us for a challenge? <laughs> what is it? And I explained it to him. And I gave him about two minutes to think about it. And then he just jumped right in. He's been along on the, the ride with us so far. And uh, it's been good so far, I think. Yeah, it's Our been. Our bodies uh, are doing fine. Yeah, I think the bodies are holding up pretty good. So celebrating proper health from, uh, and we can caveat this a little bit that you know we've all been doing functional fitness for uh, quite some time and have a good little base underneath us. Would not recommend doing this if you are a um, a new to CrossFit athlete. But I think we're celebrating uh, good fitness and for a good uh, you know a good challenge for ourselves and a good test. And at the yeah. same time, being able to honor what mm -hmm. recently happened in Afghanistan. Exactly. That certainly exactly. comes to mind every time I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. And that, uh, it, uh, most definitely when you're out there by yourself, usually in that last mile, it's when it, when that all pops oh, yeah. up. But uh, at, circling back, Jesse's talking about the squat cycle. We have been in a squat cycle here in the gym. It started a little bit ago, and uh, we're seeing squats on Mondays. And I know we just went through a recent uh, you know, heavy heavy squat day. Now, that doesn't usually mean here at RC Fit that we're expecting everyone to go out there and try and ring the PR bell, but sometimes it happens. And I heard it happened quite a bit. I can see Jesse has a, a couple of people on her phone over there. She has a list. So like, let's go through some of these people that PR'd in the gym and celebrate this. All right, so I'm going to give a shout out to my ladies because kind of my classes it's like 9 so ladies. 9 a.m ladies nice. and 4 30 too nice. so 
Um, oh, and 6 p.m. too. So we got Raha hit 235. Jody got nice. a new PR of 180. Cecile over here with 195. Woo. She joined us for 9 a.m. that day. She got pushed a little harder than she likes. <laughs> she went to an uncomfortable place. We liked it. Um, Cassidy hit 245. Nice. And had no idea what her squat was like before was that. It? Oh, nice. She, like, did she like, know what was know. on the bar? She just slapped weight on the bar and take it for a ride. Yeah, she just kept going. That's she was like, awesome. cool, like throwing more tens. Felt that good. Impressive. Love yeah, that. It was awesome. Love that. Sandy, who is kind of a squat master, hit 220. Anita got 200, which Anita is also crushing it. She just started firefighter school. Oh, wow. So she's coming to the gym and then going to do more workouts and more trainings every night after the gym, too. Good night. So she's just getting her two a days. And 5 a.m. Julie hit 150. Ooh. So we had some we had some good squats. It was awesome. Those are some great squats. Those fantastic squats. Yeah, numbers. it was awesome. So it was like a three week cycle. First week was go heavy, but don't push it too far. You want to have room in the tank for the next two weeks. Second mm -hmm. week, the same thing. Third week, go heavy for the day, and it worked. Fantastic. It was That's, awesome. Those are some fabulous numbers on the squat. And now, the reason. We all come here to squat. Well, not a lot of people always come to the gym to squat. It's not really people's favorite movement. I know in the past that hasn't been my favorite movement. But why do we squat? That's the real question. Andy, why, why do you think in the functional fitness world, why do we squat? I guess, why do we squat for life? Well, I think we can start by learning from toddlers. Yes. And you see pictures and videos. So happy you Especially on the CrossFit, mm -hmm. you know, social media. Yeah. Um, you know, constantly baby, I mean, when they reach down to pick something up, they are teaching us this is the proper way to pick something up, mm -hmm. right? It is definitely, you know, something that you need to learn for life to be safe, to be strong. Um, I, I was even thinking when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about on this, I was thinking about one of my deployments, my first deployment when I went to Kuwait and my first visit into Kuwait City, um, you know, walking around, it's a culture thing too. Mm -hmm. Walking around and people are in groups having conversations in a squat. You know, I walk into a public restroom, toilets in the ground yep. to squat. You yep. know, I mean, it's a part of everyday life mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, nature for sure has led us to uh, squat and chairs. Humans, humans invented chairs to sit, but really in areas where, you know, they don't have a lot of chairs or they don't have room for chairs or, you know, they don't have, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's crazy. I know when I was in Japan, there was, uh, there was signs, uh, cause Japan's kind of a interesting culture where you have the suburbs and in areas where there are bathrooms in the ground. And then there's bathrooms with the regular toilets that we see here in America. And there's signs as you enter those bathrooms with toilets, not to stand, and squat on the toilet seat to actually place your bum on the toilet seat. So I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, Jesse, what are you? What are your thoughts on the squat? Your thoughts on the squat? So people always, um, they come into CrossFit and they have a little bit of fear coming in because they're like, oh, like I got knee issues, I can't squat. Um, but squatting is something that you do every day without knowing. Casey talked about a chair and a toilet. You're doing a squat to sit down every time. So 
think about, I always say like, think about your grandparents, how many of them lean on the table and use their hands to stand up. But if we can mm-hmm. have people squat, even if it's just a few a day over your life, you'll always be able to get out of a chair. And it is just that, like having people sit down in their chair and stand up and sit down and stand up. You know, if you be able, if you, you know, we know a lot of elderly people who fall. If you mm-hmm. can do that, if you fall and you have been doing your squats, you'll be able to get up off the ground. Exactly. It might not be comfortable or fast, but you'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. It would be, you know, it's very critical. I know that uh, in my personal life, that's that's happened. Uh, I had a, one of my grandmas fell on the ground, and and that's uh, she had a hard time getting up because it's just the stagnant of your body, right? The you know, why we come here every single day to continue to move our body in full range of motion, going below ninety degrees on the knee, because that's critical to getting up and off the ground, right? You need to be able to have that flexibility and then the strength you know, the tiers of functional fitness to be able to to get off the ground. But speaking of surgeries, Andy, I know you've had a couple. How has full range of motion squatting helped out, you know, yourself after surgeries? So, yeah, I've had in total three different knee surgeries. Every single time I have not hesitated in using CrossFit as my main means of recovery. Fantastic. Time and time again, you know, I'll follow the protocol of physical therapy, but normally when I walk into the physical therapy office and I talk to the physician, you know, they quickly realize I kind of have some knowledge about movement, mm-hmm. you know, in fitness. And so right. I kind of am able to set my own, you know, program and yeah, tell them what I'm going to be doing. Right. And that involves coming to the gym and modifying and scaling whatever the workout may mm-hmm. be, doing some additional accessory work, you know. But always, you know, it, it, you got to be smart with it, certainly, coming out of a surgery. You know, you need to follow the doctor's protocol, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you need to lay off of any workouts for however much time it is. But as soon as you can get back into it, you want yes. to get back into it. You know, you start with those air squats, the shallow air squats, you know, mm-hmm. start getting that, you know, start mobility in there. Those and muscles. I tell people all the time, I'm 43 now. And it seems like every time I say my age, it's funny because I still feel like I'm the fittest I've ever been Mm -hmm. in my life. I continue to get fitter. Right. It's just amazing. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And and I know kind of tying into that, as Jesse said earlier, we are at the gym getting into a little bit more uh, complex dynamic accessory work, which in turn helps, you know, rehab injuries and move through and move the body in unique ways that are more isolated, such as recovering from injury, but really basing yourself and giving you solid areas of fitness where you may not focus on before, right? You know, doing YTWs with your shoulder may not be something that you do on a normal basis, but it most definitely helps all the muscles around, such as doing leg extensions and leg curls off the rig with a band. Right, that's going to continually help your knees and your hips because that's going to continue to strengthen. So, really good uh, all around fitness needs there, uh, streaming from the squat. Jess, do you have anything else you want to say about the squat at all? Um, I just think like we got to keep doing them, like, no matter Mm -hmm. your age or your health, everybody can squat. Yes, it doesn't matter how low you go. Like 
start at the bit, like go down two inches, start mm-hmm. there, always work for more. I do, exactly. I do want to go back to one thing you mentioned when you talked about fear, because one of the things I constantly, when I'm trying to get people to come try CrossFit, one of the first things I always hear is, oh, I got a bad back. I got bad knees. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's the fear, right? right. To yeah. start. Exactly. It was one of mine. It is. And, and they need to trust the process. Mm-hmm. You know, we have trained coaches here that, you know, know how to push an athlete, know their limits. We talk to our athletes, mm-hmm. right? want to know what their prior surgeries are injuries are whatever it may be so exactly um yeah. it, it is a slow product process but in the end it, it's just amazing how crossfit overall will strengthen your knees your back your core to the point where you don't feel that pain mm-hmm. and i try to explain this to people it, it's hard to get through to them sometimes but yeah right it's just amazing it took kevin probably six months to talk me into it because I would, I had knee surgery. My meniscus was completely shredded and I would go to PT and ride the bike and my knee would lock up and I would have like a little bit of range of motion here. Couldn't straighten it. Couldn't bend it all the way. It would pop and lock. Um, so I was like, yeah, there's no way I can like run and row and bike Mm -hmm. lift weights. Like it's just not something my knee can do. Like I'll stick to yoga and like high fitness or whatever. Yeah. And I watched the games and I watched these really strong, powerful women snatch. And I was like, Oh, I want to do that. Like I want to be able to do that. And I tried, I went to CrossFit and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try it for a few months. And that aching feeling that I had in my knee every single day started going away. And the more I CrossFitted and the more I researched was just it strengthening those tiny little accessory muscles that help support your knee it made those all so much stronger that my knee didn't ache anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and exactly. I don't, you know, it, it saved me from like a lifetime of Advil, I feel like, you know, and Entirely. not being able to be healthy and mm-hmm. strong and fit, you know? Exactly. I can entirely relate to that. Cause I can say, uh, four years ago, I would have been just about two years in CrossFit, still majorly working on my squat. I came from an athletic background in college and it, uh, I did not squat well in college. I had no one to teach me how to squat well in college. So I would squat less than halfway down with, you know, plates on the bar and you're thinking, yeah, I'm doing so good. But then you come to a gym and I met Kevin and he was like, hold on. How about you put just the bar on your back and you might squat that. And so now we're um, moving forward after two years of CrossFit. I was snow skiing of all things. And after every day I would take Advil. Every single day. But then at the after this last season, my knee hurt on occasion, but I'm skiing a lot harder than the average bear most of the time. And I didn't have to take Advil quite as much this last season because my legs were so strong headed into the season from doing proper movements, from training smart, right? If I'm feeling kind of achy that day, maybe I won't go as heavy, but I'm still going to take it to the full range of motion. I'm still going to understand that my what my body's capable of and kind of push the envelope there but really focus on range of motion proper strengthening when my body can take it and then being able to move right and then exactly what happens is wow all of a sudden you can go do some strenuous activity like you know murph for a couple of days or a hard hike or a hard trail run or something like that you don't end up having to take advil because your body's ready and willing to take the pain 
and it's the muscles are already there to strengthen or the muscles have already been strengthened to take that beating, you know. I think it's important to know the difference between a good pain and a Mm -hmm. bad pain. Exactly. Because I think most of us pre-CrossFit thought, oh, something hurts. I need to stop doing it. But Mm -hmm. knowing that, like, it's going to hurt. Murph for 30 days hurts. Murph for Mm -hmm. a day hurts. So... (laughs) But pushing through that is okay, like because you know your body can handle it now. Exactly, exactly. Yes, if I was two, even two years ago, <laughs> I don't even think I would be doing this. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Andy, any, any closing remarks on uh, on the squat? How you feel about it? Uh, I would just mention that the more you squat, the more you're going to strengthen the rest of your body. Just like the the core is everything in CrossFit, mm-hmm. right? We, we always bring it back to the core. Mm-hmm. I would say second to that is your squat. Yep. You know, yeah. you have a strong squat, you can do just about everything. Hell, we squat in almost every movement, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's, you even break down the kettlebell swing, one of the first things you're doing is breaking at the hip, keeping your core engaged, but then that's the first initial movement of a squat is hips back. Yeah. That's the same thing you're doing with the kettlebell swing versus and then, you know, you pick up a wall ball, same thing. So, yeah, squats are everywhere, and it's always funny when you pick up a new person coming in the gym and they kind of go, are we going to squat every single day? Like, are my legs going to hurt like this all the time? And you're like, well, you get conditioned to it and you get used to it, and then you feel better. So there's the first initial break-in period. And I've heard from many high-level CrossFit athletes, not personally, you mm-hmm. know, on, on social media and such. Yeah. One of my favorites, Miko Salo, you know, yeah. if you had to pick one single movement to do the rest of your life, what would it be? His was the thruster mm-hmm. and there's the squat, you yep. know, yeah. squats in it. One thing I did want to say, Jess is, you know, there's some, some people, uh, here in the United States, uh, have this device that they have around their toilet. We're talking about squats and we've been, you know, it's in the name of this device and we're not sponsored by them at all, but you know, it does help movements and it's called the squatty potty. All right. And if you guys are having trouble with movements, you might as well go try one. I think, uh, the Walmart has some or they're on Amazon and they're, I think they are on prime, but, uh, that, that was one thing I looked up and I wanted to hit that joke at some point and I couldn't fit it in and I wanted to do it at the end here. So here's that. Uh, Jess, anything, uh, anything else for the listeners, the viewers, you know, to bring it back into the squatty potty, yes. Landon the other day talked about this when I, we were doing our, um, box squats and he related it to sitting on the toilet, push your hips back, sit onto the toilet, keep the core tight. Don't let that midline go and then stand and push your hips forward. Like you're getting on and off the toilet. So Hands free off the toilet. Hands free off the toilet. Mm-hmm. Hands Critical. in the air. Critical. Hands in the air, go. off the toilet. You're set. One other plug from Landon that I think the world needs to know about. There's a, there's motion sensor lights that you can bend over the bowl of your toilet. So instead of turning the light on at night, the motion sensor light comes on as you walk by it. I have some. They're great. That's just another, uh, you know. Jeff Bezos at Amazon there. He's doing good things for everybody. Uh, Does it help your squat? I mean, I don't You feel more confident in your squat? I feel more confident in my squat that I'm hitting the target at night now that the bowl is illuminated for for evening usages. (laughs) Because I've been drinking enough water that I pee like 50 times a day now that we're working out so frequently. 
but yeah. <laughs> what a what an ending there. That's fantastic. Andy, uh any 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 fun things uh uh closing out here that you want to talk about? Not necessarily fun things. I would just I would just emphasize as we continue through this cycle to pay attention to the cues that your coaches are giving you. Um, don't push the weight. Make sure you maintain that technique, you know, um, because all it takes is one little tweak and you're out. Exactly. Uh, hurting your back, hurting your knees, whatever it is. So um, keep the weight where you can maintain the technique for sure. Oh, and I wanted to give a big shout out to big, tall basketball playing Mike, who recently broke his foot. Ooh. And talk about overcoming and pushing through. He continues to show up here at the box every day doing, I've seen him do thrusters. I've seen him do kettlebell swings. Pretty much Man. everything he can do modifies and scales. So keep it up, Mike. With Fantastic. a cast on. With a cast With on. Knee-high cast Knee-high cast on. It's pretty impressive. Good job, Mike. Bananas. Final, final thoughts running through this thing. Yes, as Andy said, listen to your coaches. Listen to the cues. Uh, take things smooth and smart. Uh, want to continue to work out healthy and, uh, and and really achieve proper fitness through proper movements. Uh, Jesse, any final thoughts running out of here? Talking about cues. What's everybody say your favorite squat cue? I'll start. Mine is Ooh. hips back, knees out. Because those two things together are the first things you need to do to have a proper squat. Yes, I enjoy uh, knees out, but I also enjoy the tripod foot. Really feeling the uh, big toe, little toe, heel all linked together. Yeah, And I that like it. gives people a good solid base, and then it allows people's knees to, I kind of find that the knees track just a little bit better when, uh, when the tripod foot is engaged. Mine is always hips to the wall, and that's coming out of the squat. You want to get your hips underneath you, underneath mm -hmm. your shoulders, keep your chest high as quick as possible to get underneath that weight. Fantastic. I like it. And on that note, everybody, please, like I say all the time, like, subscribe, give us that thumbs up, give us that five-star rating, share this with your friends, your grandma, your aunt, your second, third removed cousin that lives out in the mountains somewhere but listens to podcasts when he's sitting on the boat in the river fishing, all right? Do that for us. I'm happy to be back, share around the gym, and share with everybody at the gym. All right, friends, very good. And like I say every time, stay healthy, my friends. The RC FitCast is a deep state media production. It's produced by Casey Weedburn is directed and edited by Dan Martinez, 